This is Wellness Wednesday from The Current. I'm Jill Riley. Getting to be that time of year, you know, it's fall, the days are getting shorter, the nights are getting longer, winter is just around the corner, and there's something, you know, very Minnesotan, we're very proud of our sweater weather, and there's something very hearty about getting ready to cope with the winter months. Um, You know, there's a word that came into a fashion a few years ago called huga, and the concept is nothing new. But I think the the introduction of that word to the rest of the world was very fascinating. And so today we're going to talk about uh, Wellness Wednesday topic that really has to do with that concept of of Huga and our well-being and, you know, coping with the the fall and winter months. So I have a guest with me. Uh, Teresa Newt is a graduate faculty member at the U of M. She's the co-director of the Integrative Health and Well-Being Coach Program at the U of M's Center for Spirituality and Healing. Hello, Teresa. Hello there, Jill. So, you know, it's an attitude. It's a state of being, you know, I think one that's very relatable to Minnesotans because we're always looking for a way to cope with the cold, dark winter months. You know, there are plenty of people who suffer, you know, seasonal affective disorder. That's a real thing. And so as we're kind of headed into the, you know, this time of year <laughs> where we're getting out the sweaters and we're trying to find the way to, to feel cozy, I wonder, that word huga. I mean, is that something that, um, you know, you remember hearing that word and then thinking, okay, well, you know, this really does have to do with our, our way of life and well-being. Yeah, great question. And it's interesting because I looked at a few different definitions of the word, and it's like when you boil it down and translate it, it's about comfort, peace, and connection. Well, who doesn't need that in the winter, right? Or Mm -hmm. relaxation, indulgence, and gratitude was the other translation. And I think exactly what you're saying, as, as the seasons change, and we do have to be hardy in the winter, but there are creature comforts, for lack of a better word, that can make it more tolerable. And I think people you know, in the Danish part of the world where this term came from, have very cold winters as well. So we're in good company to have this invitation to really find ways to be well. And I think another word that I would use is really making life a little simpler. Like we, you know, the days are shorter. So can we simplify our lives, stay connected to the people we love and just indulge in some of the simple things that keep us cozy. So it's a, it's a fun place to start. Actually, traditions of medicine like Ayurveda and traditional Chinese medicine have been telling people to eat and move and be mindful differently in different seasons for thousands of years. Mm So it also shows up in other places. Yeah, when we talk about this comfort of you know, living simply or the, the slowing down. Um, I also think of the word presence, you know, like being present. Um, maybe even the word gratitude could come in here. It's not a new concept, but I think it's a hard one for Americans to wrap their head around. Right. Truly. And yeah, I mean, isn't that the truth? Because I think we are so used to uh, being overscheduled and really busy and not really doing things differently for different seasons. So I think it is hard to wrap around. And there are so many like how to's that we can point our finger to that the Danish have figured out as the happiest people in the world, or so we're told, right? Right. Yeah. Could we hear that about the Danish? We hear that about, you know, the, the Swedish and the Norwegians, that they're, they're the happiest place. You know, it's the happiest place to live. It's like, and we want to unlock that secret for sure. But what are some of those things that we can point to, like real specifically, that people can start practicing in their own life? Yeah, absolutely. Well, one of the first things they do is really change up their environment. So softer lighting, practicing gratitude, having simple clean lines in their decor, like inviting in plant life, 
having, you know, like a very uncluttered environment, which don't we all need that, but we're so busy that we don't actually do it. So it made me smile a little bit. Also some softer textures, you know, like those throw blankets that are super cozy and throw rugs that are cozy and more um, wood accents. So some of those are what they do in their environment that I thought was really fascinating. Like those are some ways. And then lighting, like a fireplace, which we all think of as like, that's the quintessential have a fireplace, but also, you know, the tiny fairy lights or candles. So any of those ways to make our environment more cozy and calming. And then also one of their secrets, which I thought was really helpful, especially for Minnesotans, is they get like an hour of activity outside every day. Mm -hmm. So they're all about, even though we're cozy, we bundle up and we get outside and we move so they're not just sitting inside all day and then the last thing is really about besides time and nature and movement is really about meaningful heartfelt connections with others so who are the people we really love and can we do simple casual things with them to just be in that cozy space together so those were some of the highlights that I pulled away yeah I think it's easy to kind of hunker down and hole up for the winter and oh boy it's still dark it's dark when I leave for work it's dark when I come home from work but there's something very lonely I think about winter and and we forget about that social part yeah absolutely and it's such an important thing to point out I really appreciate that because during the pandemic Mm -hmm. the isolation has really affected people's mental health so we have this great new research not that we didn't know before but heightened awareness of that need for connection with others And so, yes, it is imperative to our mental health that we be in relationship with others and we be doing things that are enjoyable with others. So thank you for bringing that forward. I'm talking with Teresa Newt. She's the co-director of the Integrative Health and Wellbeing Coach Program at the U of M Center for Spirituality and Healing. You know, Teresa, you mentioned practicing gratitude, and I know it's easier said than done. How do I do that? You know, what will that bring to my everyday? You know, what are the benefits of that? And just like in a very practical way, how does one practice gratitude? Yeah, thank you. This is a great question, Jill. There's a lot of answers to the question. Let me start with some of the benefits. I think whenever we can bring our attention to what's right in our world, that is helpful to our nervous system. That is helpful to our mental health. So first of all, we want to be noticing what's right about our world, even when we're struggling, even when the days are short and the cold is long. We want to be paying attention to what's really working in our lives. And I think that there are many ways to go about it. My personal favorite is I have a gratitude jar. And so every night before I go to bed, I write down three things I'm grateful for and I put it in my jar. Hmm. And then once a month, I pull them all out and I read them. So that's my way. I've heard of families doing that, like everybody sort of jots their gratitudes. And then at the end of the month, they sit around the table and read them all. You know, people just write them down, keep a journal, a gratitude journal. So I think it's, it can be that. It can also just be simply stopping in a moment when we're experiencing something we really love and really taking it in and being grateful for it in the moment. So many options. Yeah, we're talking about uh, practicing gratitude, you know, coping mechanisms for the cold months in Minnesota. Winter is right around the corner. I know we're not done with fall yet, but winter is around the corner. And just this 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 Danish word, this concept of huga, a word that was kind of introduced into our vocabulary a bunch of years ago. Now, I wonder when it comes to that concept, you know, we, we talk about contentment and coziness. Maybe we need a, a deeper understanding of what well-being means and, and what 
living well actually means? Because there is, like you mentioned, this concept of keeping things simple and present. Because living well doesn't necessarily mean living in a huge house and having lots of things, you know. Oh, great point, right? I mean, I think sometimes we do imagine, and this is our Western culture at its finest or most challenging, Mm -hmm. is really that if I have more, then my life will be better or easier. But I think sometimes in that bigger life, we lose some of the simple things that bring us the greatest joy. So my invitation to people, one of the benefits of this time of fall is we have more time for self-reflection. So really figuring out what does really bring me joy. Maybe it's not more things. Maybe it's time with my friends doing something I really love, whatever that is. Or maybe it's really um, having time to just sit quietly without something to do because we're not always good at that. So I think it's really helpful to just start with every person has a different definition of well-being and we don't often take the time to figure out what that means to us and it can look different and be just as meaningful but we sort of get sold a bill of what we should be seeking and it often doesn't quite meet the mark for people. Mm -hmm. Yeah I'm talking with uh, Teresa Newt from the U of M and we're talking about uh, well-being and huga and you know as the seasons change how do we cope and you know I, I don't seasonal affective disorder really affects a lot of people and I wonder, you know, if these these concepts could really help with that. Yeah, I think so. You know, one of the benefits of Hugo when I looked at the research is really that it can decrease stress. So when we simplify and we're focusing on what's right in our world and we're making sure there's time for those connections with the people we care about the most, it decreased stress. And it happened to increase people's sense of contentment, self-worth, and self-compassion, mm-hmm. which are huge and would really impact seasonal affect disorder. And I think also so it helps with better sleep when our environment is soothing and comforting. It helps with decreasing the release of stress hormones. You know, there's so many benefits to it that I think would really impact seasonal affective disorder. Well, I'm thinking about the sauna. I'm thinking about some winter fires. I'm thinking about the sweaters. But really, you know, what we've talked about today, you know, there are things that can be put into action, you know, things that can help really cope with the short days and the long nights and the bone chilling frigid weather in Minnesota it's still hard to to think about some of these concepts in our busy lives but i think this is all very good advice and uh, and i hope our listeners really kind of just reflect on uh, on on some really healthy ways to cope this winter yeah thanks jill i agree maybe make it simpler instead of harder Oh, if only we could. But you know what? We can. We can. It just takes a little work to get there. Uh, I appreciate you checking in for Wellness Wednesday. Uh, Teresa Nutt is a graduate faculty member at the U of M. She's the co-director of the Integrative Health and Wellbeing Coach Program at the U of M Center for Spirituality and Healing. All right. You take care. Thank you for checking in. Thanks for listening to Wellness Wednesday from The Current. I'm Jill Riley. Our producer is Anna Weggle, and our digital producer is Jay Gabler. Our theme music is a portion of the song FB1 Number no. 2 by Christian Bjorklund under the non-commercial Sharealike 3.0 international license. Head to thecurrent.org for more wellness content and great music.